0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Father-Son Packers podcast, your source for Packers news, notes, and analysis. My name is Tommy. I'm one of your hosts, joined, as always, by my co-host, my dad, Matt. Dad, how you doing? I'm doing okay. You know, I was uh, excited about the Packers game
1: yesterday. I just finished watching that crazy Jets-Bills game. Um, crazy, shocking. Was, like, shocking. Painful and crazy and wild and, man... I feel bad for the Jets
0: fans. I feel bad for the Jets fans. I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers if you missed it. Uh like fourth play of the game for the Jets. Aaron Rodgers goes down with what Robert Sala has said they fear to be an Achilles injury and they are fearing the worst, so he would miss the season. Uh if that diagnosis is confirmed tomorrow, which obviously just absolutely brutal for Jets fans, Jets fandom, for Aaron Rodgers. I think, you know, as contentious as the last year may have gotten at times during the off season. I think, you know, most Packers fans, I know were rooting for the best for him and to, to see just, you know, the season snuffed out before, or I guess the, the jets could still be good. They won the game tonight, which is great for them. But to see like that, those Super Bowl type aspirations kind of snuffed out so quickly really sucks. And obviously this is the least important thing of all of that. Um, but just cause this is a Packers podcast and we want to give you the Packers view of things. Um, if this diagnosis is confirmed with Rogers and obviously this is the least important thing, but that would mean the Packers would get the Jets second round pick next year, uh, as opposed to the first, obviously not important at all, but because we are here dedicated to giving you Packers news and info figured we'd pass that along, but most importantly, pass along the, the well wishes, uh, to Rodgers and hope he's healing up quick and hope it's not as bad as it seems, but it's pretty bad right now, dad. Um, shall we move on though, uh, to some bear stuff? Anything you want to say? It just—it just sucks. It just sucks. I mean, it just
1: does sucks. It, I, we didn't even get a chance to see it, you know, to see what see what it was going to look like, see what was going to happen. So um, yeah, and, uh, and 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 that's kind of bad for the casual fan, but for the Jets fans, they were waiting for this for a long time, and and uh, yeah, had some, and now they, they 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 it's gone
0: already yeah, before they even it, really got a chance to see it. It just sucks. And hopefully, you know, hopefully the diagnosis is wrong and the MRI tomorrow is all clean, but it sounds like there's not a lot of optimism based on what Rappaport was saying. But anyway, we are here today, though, to talk a little bit about the Packers-Bears game from this weekend, which, you know, a little bit lighter spirits, a little more exciting because the Packers absolutely thumped the Bears 38 to 20, which is really great if you're a Packers fan, not so great if you're a Chicago fan. We're going to break it all down here for you today. But before we do, just wanted to pitch a couple of things. If you like what you hear here, uh, come give us a follow on Twitter, at FatherSonPacker. We tweet when we have new episodes out, uh, articles we find interesting, pieces of Packers news, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Pretty much keeping you up to date on everything in Titletown right now. We tweet out when we when we have new episodes out, and those episodes are released on... Pretty much any podcast platform of your choice: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. We even put our episodes out on YouTube. If you want to go listen to them there, and if you want to subscribe to us on YouTube, subscribe to us on any of those podcast platforms. That would really help our numbers, and we'd really appreciate it. But Dad, are you ready to get into the game? This was, you know, kind of just getting our spirits back to us. But this was a really fun game. If you're a Packers fan, I mean, this yeah, was a lot of the best case. The best case scenario, probably for the Packers, wouldn't you say?
1: A lot of things went well, and you know, so they they won. They they, lead, they led the. They never trailed.
0: Nope, didn't. They had, the had a little slow game.
1: down in the middle, but they won convincingly in Chicago when, after months of smack talk, and now they're actually by tiebreaker, first place in the NFC North.
0: One and zero is a great place to be. A lot better than zero one.
1: <laughs> right.
0: But it, at first in the NFC North, I think you know the Packers defense look. Invigorated, Um, the Packers' offense. The O line looked really good. Jordan Love had some really nice plays. Um, The run game got going at times. You know, at other times it stalled, and we'll get into that. But you know, pretty much a lot of what you wanted to see from the Packers in this game, and especially to do it in Soldier Field in Week One. Yes, it is only one week. Like we have to remember, just got to reset for next week. Uh, It's going to be hard matchup with the Falcons next week, and we'll be bringing you pre games for that this week. So keep your eyes on the feed. But yeah, essentially. Really exciting game for the Packers, especially if you're a Packers fan, and especially if you just like watching all of the Bears fans that were talking just monumental amounts of trash all off season. You know, its I love chirping in a rivalry. I think it's what makes rivalries great. And, you know, the the Bears are doing a lot of chirping this offseason, and the Packers are doing a lot of chirping, too. And it's always good when... Uh, you know, you win those ones that have a lot of talk going into it. Uh, a lot oh, better yeah. than losing those ones when you have a lot of talk going into them. Uh, but Dad, sometimes we... the
1: trash talk is a fun game on its own, as long as you don't cross the line. Um, but if you talk smack, and it comes back to smack you in the face, that's
0: that's how it goes. Sometimes part, that's part of the game. <laughs> part of the game. Part of the part of the risk of playing. Um, but Dad, before we get into talking about the game, which I. I mean I'm excited to break down because you know we've been starved for football. We finally made it through to week 1. It was a great it was, went about as well as you could hope for a Packers fan. Um before that though, we do have uh, some injury updates for the Packers, however. Um Dad, do you want to walk us through these?
1: Yeah, so the, I, I would say the big one, well that may not be the biggest. one. But the first thing i was talking about is Aaron Jones pulled up with a hamstring injury at the right at the right the goal line as he's running in for a touchdown. You can see him grab his left left hamstring. But according to Ryan Wood, Aaron Jones said that his hamstring, what he he felt, his hamstring had a bite at the end of, you know, that a bite at the end of the touchdown catch rather than a pull. He said he'd pulled his hamstring before. He says it was, this was nowhere near as bad as the hamstring pull he's had in the past. Jones didn't actually return to the game. He was on the sideline stretching. He never got in the cart. never went to the locker room. I don't even know if he went to the medical tent. But they were stretching him out a lot on the sideline but he says you know he didn't return but that the score had a lot to do with it and that he could have returned if needed um according to you know what he told uh Ryan Wood and that but uh they held him out for precautionary reasons for which he was grateful that he was held out uh, to protect his health i think he said, he said something like that um but he wasn't the only injury during the game uh quay walker Got a concussion, and I think it's officially now reported as a concussion, not yes, that he was, was in the protocol.
0: It was reported, yeah, I think officially a concussion by Matt LaFleur today. He announced um, it today in uh yeah. I guess he had a press conference.
1: It was during his pick six um, where he ran around like a madman all over the field and got to the goal line and got whacked by 330-pound Darnell Wright um, yeah, while right he was already engaged with another uh, tackler
0: and you know he like, he was trying to keep him out of the end zone like i i get it but man and and it looked bad i mean this also best play of quay walker's career so far i mean amazing play like that's going to be on the highlights at the end of the year no matter what but yeah he got walloped at the goal line and then you see all the all of the teammates going over and smacking him on the helmet i'm like he got hit pretty hard. Like maybe we. Should I don't just... think
1: you want to hit him in the head
0: right now. Yeah, because yeah, the, he looked were a like,
1: little. He looked a little wobbly.
0: I mean, he got. He got when hit when really I saw hard. the replay, yeah, and so hopefully he can bounce back quickly from that. Um, but yeah, yeah, he he had a really good game too, just overall yeah. in general. I
1: let's, let's, we'll see. Hopefully he'll be ready, and we'll see if he's ready by next week or not. That's something to keep an eye on. Um, sounds like Jones will be ready by next weekend, and I wouldn't be surprised if he. He might not practice all week. They might just give him the whole week off to recover and just have him as limited and uh and you know,
0: or questionable yep. by the end. But that that wouldn't surprise me. And as um, you've heard us say so many times this offseason, and I guess one more couldn't hurt. Hamstrings are tricky. we've we've said it a lot of times because yep. the backers are dealing with we've a, had lot. a lot lot of hamstrings. This it's a year. lot. And yeah. honestly the whole league's dealing with a lot of hamstring injuries, which you know it's probably just like random noise, but it is a little interesting.
1: I wonder if it has something to do with being really hot in training camp. Maybe, but... But it's almost always hot in training camp.
0: Yeah, like it's August. Like,
1: I don't know. <laughs> so, and then Reed went down on an incomplete pass. We tried to high point it while being double covered. And I was like, and he went, looked like to me, he went right for the knee. And that went like, oh, all bad.
0: That one looked I thought really he
1: was bad. out for the... I thought I thought that was it. I thought he was done for the year. Yeah. The way he clutched his knee, I thought it, something popped.
0: And it looked but like no one hit him, too. It looked like he just yeah. like crumpled. I was And, like, I, oh, and wow. I didn't
1: see it actually get twisted or any... any You know, I watched the replay and say, okay, I'll watch this to see what happens. But there's no twist, hyperextension, or anything. And but, apparently, it's just cramps.
0: Yep, and he was and back he, on the
1: field. And he went back on the field for the onside... Recovered the onside kick. So... I That was much better news than I was expecting when I saw that play at first.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, man, like we're going to like he's going to get he had such a he had such a good game and he's going to get hurt at the end in garbage time on a meaningless. And that's play. the other thing,
1: too, it Was it was a meaningless garbage time play as well. It's like you yeah. didn't even need to throw that ball could have just kneeled on it.
0: Yeah. Could have just throw in the dirt. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, but and seemed then to be OK. But, yeah, so it seems to be okay. And then one more injury update. I added this uh, late. If you want me to take it, I can take it or or you can. Good. Um, but, yeah, so Christian Watson, we got um, a little bit of a locker room interview with him today. And by we, I just meant the general public. Um, I think it was um, – I believe it was Matt Schneiman who had this, uh, that um, he was saying it is the same hamstring as last year, um, but it uh, – he feels. He said that like every hamstring drain, strain feels like a slightly different. It's not in the like ex- exact same place at the back of his leg, um, so it's a little bit different. But it is the same leg, um, and that he's not really. It seemed like he wasn't really entirely sure if he's going to play next week. Uh, just like he's. Think he said he was going to take it day by day, but you know, just some extra information with that one. Um, if you didn't know, he did not play in the game on Sunday, which is you know another feather in the cap for Jordan Love, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. Is he did all of. Um, that those 240 passing yards and three touchdowns not i'm spoiling it a little bit of what we're going to talk about later but did all that without his number one receiver which is kind of extra extra nice for him um but dad that kind of wraps up the injury report is there anything you wanted to add there should we head into the uh, meat of the game preview
1: we can start heading into the game analysis now
0: okay uh if you insist um (laughs) the so great game for the Packers.
1: very first section may not actually be Qualify as analysis yes, Not
0: quite analysis But you know Everyone's doing fun But like we said The Packers won 38-20 to 20, Moved to 1-0 and 0. And you know With so many fun names On the team So many people Are doing just Great It's It's perfect Headline writing Like material For sports writers Everywhere And everyone's Getting in on the act There's so many puns You can make with love And you know I figured You know It'd be fun To just like Do one each you know, let us get in on the action a little bit. You know, all these, all these sports. Right, hey, we don't want to miss out. All their love puns, all their Romeo puns, and so mine was "Love Finds Romeo Again." Um, I saw someone say, "Wherefore art thou, Romeo?" In the end zone, that was a good one. Um, what was your, de- what was yours, Dad? So your, mine was like, "Headline of the week. Love Is in the Air, Yards Downfield." Yeah, take it. I'll take it. And you know. It's always just a good bit of fun. But, you know, Love was really good in this game. Romeo Dobbs had two touchdowns. We'll talk about it a little bit. But, Dad, first I wanted to start with just a little bit of slightly data-driven. But the biggest moment of the game um, in this game, the one that really swung it, because, you know, it was a fairly close game at halftime, 10-6. to um, The Packers scored a touchdown on their first drive of the game. And then the Bears subsequently scored a couple of field goals a bit later, and then the Packers kicked a field goal at the end of the first half to take the to four point lead into halftime. But coming out of the half, you know the Packers were favored, and this is by ESPN win probability. Um, Packers were favored for a lot of the game, but the play that swung that percentage the most was the Aaron Jones fifty one yard screen pass, like throwback screen pass to start the second half which took the packers from a 64.9% chance of winning to a 77.6% chance of winning by ESPN um win probability which is a jump of 12.7% and i think you could kind of feel it in the game holistically as well that that was really when the game started to turn on its head wouldn't you agree
1: oh yeah and and i you know i really loved the call actually where they had already been using jones to move the ball downfield in that possession and then they do this like misdirection and lob it way across field with three linemen set up in front of him, and that was also the play. I didn't catch it at the time, but you had men- mentioned about, um, oh, Walker. I keep wanting to say Rashid Wallace it's stuck in my head. Rasheed Walker was in a tight end, basically, um, the extra extra blocking lineman. And I think and I, when I looked at the play, it's like he was on the opposite side from where the pass went. So I think they like okay we're gonna send so many linemen over to that side. We better keep an extra um,
0: protector over here. Yeah, Walker got two of those little Mercedes Lewis snaps. But you know what? You know what I liked about that play? Aaron Jones getting the ball is <laughs> is very good for the offense. I don't know. Oh, if yeah, they do this. Hey, he looked he looked fast. He looked faster he had than he up. was. He looked faster than he had. I think he cracked. Uh, Matt Nyman had it. Um, it, oh, was it was twenty one something. Twenty. Oh, was it twenty or twenty point one? I forget.
1: I thought it was like twenty-one percent but It was. But I think it was 20. only 1. only Tyreek Hill was faster.
0: Yeah, right? and I remember they called. Uh, they called. They Miming, called old man. Old man Jones. Even though <laughs> Tyreek Hill is older. Fun fact. Right. And then,
1: then Jones retweeted back, "It's like, hey, Cheetah is older than I am."
0: Yeah, I know, right? And um, by like nine months. But the the. And then, what was it, um, David Bakhtiari called him old too, I don't know if you saw it, and Aaron <laughs> yes. Jones, Aaron Jones <laughs> okay, said, grandpa, or right, <laughs> <laughs> something like yes. A little, with a little grandpa emoji. So, um, Aaron Jones hit 21.48 miles per hour, according to Matt Schneiman on Twitter, which is very, very fast, and uh, it was the second fastest player of the weekend, uh, but it was the third fastest time, because Tyreek Kill had times one and two, which, you know, that kind of tracks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: But, yeah, I didn't, get, I didn't get to see that game. It would have been, would have been an entertaining. Uh,
0: it was, I think, um, very fun for a neutral party, but as someone who lives in Southern California with a lot of Chargers fan friends, they were yeah, not having so a good time. They were not having a good time at all. Um, better time than Bears fans had, though, I think. Well, you know, comparable probably. But anyway, I'm not going to take too many shots. But, Dad, that's, that was the play of the game. Um, you know, there's probably argument for that fourth and three one as well. I think that was the second highest uh, jump in win probability percentage. Um, that one came the, a little later the, in the game, the, so there was the
1: screen pass uh, to ex- to Jones. For exactly,
0: the there was less room to go, but you know, what what can I, what can we say? But then the two most important plays of the games were small dump offs to Aaron Jones that he took for a billion yards. He looked, he looked good. He looked really he looked, freaking good. And so I'm a little worried about what they're going to look like next week if they don't have him because. We'll talk about it in a second, but I did not think A.J. Dillon played particularly well. But, Dad, let's talk a little bit about the offense as a whole. Let's go into our analysis, put your analysis hat on, um, go into your analysis mode, and let's talk a little bit about the offense. Let's start with that. I think we both picked one to two things that we kind of found interesting that we wanted to talk about, maybe bounce some ideas off one another. Dad, what is something that you thought went—you uh, can go either poorly or well for the offense if you want to start— um, you know, it was a really good day for the Packers, so I think me personally, I had to nitpick a little bit more on the negatives and be a little bit more discerning when choosing like the positives because you know there was some good stuff to choose from, and that's always the problem that we want to have coming into a post game pod. Uh, me yeah. personally, at least.
1: So I, I have I didn't get too deep on on mine to see you had a lot of stuff in there already, but what I was going to mention that came up in the in the game is mentioned as well. So this is the Packers scored in the first drive of the game. Something they only did once all of last year. It didn't. So they're one, one out of one now instead I saw of the, one out of 17.
0: So can I tell you something? I saw that graphic. I didn't realize it was that bad last year. I didn't realize it was I one. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, they were bad on the first like drive of the game last year. Like, I remember that. I was like, they probably only scored like two or three. One? One time? That's really I bad. I meant to go back and <laughs> see really which game really that bad. was.
1: We had talked about that earlier, but I didn't go to see when they did it and how many times in a row they They had without scoring in the first possession. Well, it's at Um, least uh,
0: eight. (laughs) I'll tell you that.
1: Yep. And then, uh, because that's kind of short, I'll just mention one other thing I had was um, red zone success. Yeah. This year. So they were, they've got three touchdowns out of three red zone trips. And last year, they were 23rd in the league in red zone touchdown success at 51%.
0: Is that is that bad? That sounds that sounds not great. 23rd's <laughs> not good. 100% sounds a lot better. I, I must 100% say. 100% sounds
1: a lot better than 51%. And tied, at least tied for first sounds a lot better than 23rd.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, on offense, the story of the game was situational football, which, you know, Matt LaFleur yes, very much so dresses a lot. But you look at it, and we'll talk about it a bit in a second. And I think you have some stuff about that as well. Yeah. And I'll go into it in a second. But red zones, three of three. Um. so Reds are 233 opening drive one of one when you went one of 17 last year. And then I was going to talk about this for a second, but on third down, like you were magnif, like as the Packers were magnificent on third down. Um, And so this was, I had this as a Jordan love stat. This was one of my positives for the day, but so Jordan love had 11 dropbacks on third down. Um, So that's like when you're essentially calling a pass play, whether or not you threw it or not, that, of those 11, he had nine attempted passes for six first downs. So that's very good. Um, he also had two scrambles, one of which set up a fourth down conversion. He took it from like fourth and 11 down to fourth and three, and they got that fourth and three. But on those nine attempted passes and six first downs, that six of nine on pass attempts converting third downs is first in the league so far this year, um, according to Washington Post. And then that's 66.7%. And last year's first in the league was Patrick Mahomes at fifty-one and, at 51% of third down passing attempts going for first downs, which is, you know, just very good for the Packers. Obviously that number is not going to maintain, but it just kind of highlights just how locked in they were when they needed the down, when they needed it in the red zone, when they needed it on the first drive of the game, although they got a little help in field position from the bears on that one. And then when they needed it on third and fourth downs, they were one of one on fourth down as well. Um, they just, when they had to have it, they had to have it. Uh, and then my yeah, other. I actually wish Sorry, they ahead. had
1: gone for fourth. I wish they had gone for a fourth down one more time. Um, they were past midfield. It was like fourth and four. And they tried to do the draw them off sides. They just took the penalty. And I was like, just guys, go, go, just for, just go it. for it. It's fourth and four. The analytics definitely favor going for it at that yeah. point in the field at four, on fourth and four. Just go for it. Yeah, just go for it. It's
0: like, j- just, you know, maybe be fake,
1: fake trying to draw them off sides. And then go?
0: Yeah, it's like it's like okay. I I always like I'm like, man, you're really just gonna go out there and do a bunch of hard counts. Like, who has ever fallen for this yeah. in the history <laughs> talk of about ever? It. <laughs> I are talking I, about is, it out the, there.
1: Um, Olsen and... Um... Yeah, he was
0: like, these plays never look like plays. <laughs> it was Olsen and Burkhardt on the call, I think. And he was like, these plays never look like plays. They got people running around on the sideline. They got people running up and down the formations. Like, no one has ever ran a play that looks like that ever. Why would you ever jump on this play? Um, but, you know, apparently someone must every once in a while because they'll still call it. Um, and then I had one other positive on the day, and that was just drives that involved Aaron Jones, which we already talked about. Getting Aaron Jones involved in the offense is definitely something... They need to do more, and but with him hurt, that's called into question possibly next week and maybe going forward. But Aaron Jones drives. Um, he either... So these are drives where he either had a touch or a target. Um, uh, four drives, and they scored on every single one of those. Three touchdowns and a field goal. Uh, he was so clearly their best player today, Dad. Wouldn't you agree? As, yeah, at absolutely. least on offense. He looked, like
1: the, he looked like the best player on the field.
0: Yeah. I mean, just just looks just as fast as He was always. running faster
1: than everybody else. He was getting... Finding the openings, he was make, he was getting first downs and touchdowns. Just and I, good.
0: I mean, nine carries for forty-one yards and a touchdown isn't like anything crazy. But then two receptions for eighty-six yards and a touchdown—that's that's sufficiently crazy for me, at least. That, <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> yep. Um, but that, that, no- that,
1: that's uh, yeah. And I, I one thing that was, I was expecting more targets for Jones this game. He got, well, he got. I guess I, he got the yards I was expecting. You know, I think but they, I was expecting more targets. I think they would have if they needed to.
0: Yeah. Is the thing like they didn't, they didn't need to, which is why it's like, I'm not going to like nitpick like, but they you... didn't
1: feel like they needed to like put him out in the slot or, or That's wide true. much at all. They,
0: they, they kept him in the backfield. I think I, yeah. I, didn't... I mean, they, he ran that Texas route, the one that he scored the touchdown on the fourth and three, that little kind of angle route out of the backfield. That was out of the backfield. Um, they had them on the play action, like the, the throw, th- like the, the one we already talked about essentially where was wide open on the right sideline. Um, but yeah, only two targets. I can't quibble with usage too much because, you know, the whole second half, I mean, he was hurt and they were up by so much that I would, actually, I would have been more mad if they had given him the ball more. I would be like, guys, like, let's just bubble wrap, bubble wrap, take it, in, take it into next week. Um, the only thing I will quibble with, I have some, some negatives and this kind of ties into that. Is there anything else positive you wanted to talk about before I talk? I about? had
1: one more thing I wanted to say okay, about let's, my Let's positive talk the positive first. Pass Pro was excellent. Oh, Fantastic. Fantastic. They were the highest graded pass blocking unit by PFF so far this weekend. That was. This is my note. that I wrote so far this weekend pending Jets Bills. Well, if anybody had watched that Jets Bills game, they would know that. I'm pretty sure neither of one, no. neither one of those teams, nope. had better pass pro than the think, Packers do. I think
0: the Packers are safe on that front. Yes, <laughs> I think they're um, safe.
1: So, it's is a little bit wonky in terms of how PFF is listing it. I mean, they gave up the one sack um, to Ngakwe.
0: Yep. Yep. I thought. I think that was more on love or coverage it kind of depends you have to look at all that was kind to of a long. funky play it was like you just throw that away yeah at I that mean, point of the field late in the half and he'll have those this, plays that's the lack of experience like yeah yeah because you, and, you can't take a sack there which is also one of my negatives which we'll talk about in a second because you you can't yeah. take a sack there <laughs> and, and the one thing that was a little as I look at PFFs
1: like on the Packer side it had like one hurry and one hit but then on the Chicago defense side it had two hits and four hurries
0: yeah that's 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 fair. It's about um, whether or not they're like uh, a assi- like assigned hurries because the the offensive line isn't responsible if a blitzer comes off the edge and that's not their man, you know. But but that's still a hurry for the defense. That's how PFF um, grades them out, at least because if it's not like the tackle's job to pick up the the corner coming off the edge, you can't really tell that. So side I guess that the that's tackle gave w- that up.
1: the the hurries that are assigned to an individual player. Yeah on the offense as opposed to the hurries generated by the defense. Well, yeah,
0: hurries allowed by the Packers offensive line. You could you could say the other ones can be attributed to the quarterback, I think is fair to say. Yeah. Um but yeah, Packers offensive line kicked ass all day. I mean Josh Myers missed a couple of blocks. He had um, his his and I have that
1: as a note later, but his run blocking um wasn't so his pass pro was mostly pretty good. Yeah. is um, I I I'll I can talk about that a little bit later right? cuz I have some notes on on Myers' play um yeah. to follow up.
0: And and you know, a lot of these negatives are like more nitpicking. The Packers were really good on Sunday. So it's like we're just it's not anything bad, but you know, my clear kind of negative on the offense was the fact that it kind of ties into what I was saying before, but when Aaron Jones was not on the field, things did not go as well. Um AJ Dillon is sometimes really good. And sometimes he's just really, really painfully average. And I'm gonna do an analysis one of these days because I feel like every single year we start with like a slightly like disappointing Dylan season, and then he kind of gets better as we get into late November, oh, December.
1: I I looked at this last year. Oh, because what, what we talked about oh, so that he he was really better in 2021 in the second half of the year than he was in the first half of the year, and it happened again last year. People were talking about how he doesn't seem as good in 2022. Well, that was about the same as he was in the first half of 2021.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like. And so I think we're just in the that's just who he is. early yeah.
1: season A.J. Dillon
0: form. But as, the thing is, they need him to be better because. I know. They they need they need that presence in the run game because Dillon today ran 13 times for 19 yards and had a drop. Like, I don't. The warm weather's not going to make you drop footballs. Um, that was a bad drop, too. It was a, just like. like yeah. turned his hands around and just like. You know, and volleyballed you know, it. of those thirteen runs, four went for zero or negative yards. Now, one of those was not his fault because he got absolutely turned. I think m- got,
1: more than I, one of those was not his fault, but I'll, we can talk about that. W- later. One specifically
0: was not his fault because he got atomized on the speed option, and that is technically a run for him. The one where Love picked it, uh, pitched it to him, and he where they ran Love out with Dylan behind him, and it was just a speed option, and Love pitched it to him, and then Dylan got. Obliterated by the safety as he was catching the pitch. That's a negative eight yard run for Dylan right there. So if oh, you don't want to count also, him on that one, been, and and that happened to Reed as well, yes, though a slightly different play.
1: Yes, that play, but, yeah. Let's, let's let's bury that play.
0: Yeah, don't don't we don't need to do that. That didn't work. <laughs> that <laughs> was bad. That was not good at all. And you know that kind of like kind of ties into well, I'll, I'll finish with Dylan and it was the, the usage of Jones. I think is the problem I had. And the usage of Jones being like detrimental to the offense was kind of evidence or not evidence but was like accentuated by the fact that Dylan really couldn't get anything going um but Aaron Jones got the opportunity on the first drive of the game and they scored a touchdown and then he didn't play the next three drives, and they didn't score on all three on they punted on all three and they got one first down amongst those three drives and then he played again on the last drive of the half and they got a field goal so and then he plays the next two drives to start the second half. They score touchdowns on both. And then, I mean, and basically the game's over pretty much the drives he played, it played on. They scored, like I was saying earlier, and then the drives where it was all Dylan, they just could not do anything. And I think it's just like the gap between Dylan and Jones has, has not never looked as wide as it did. To, it did on Sunday. And it was really evident in like what they were able to do on offense. And, you know, part of that kind of ties into my next negative, which is like the early down execution. Um, until they brought Clifford in, which like you know Clifford coming in, I mean, well chefs, then <laughs> chefs kiss, by chefs seeing Clifford in that game, victory uh, cigar, yes. Um, but they before that they faced sixteen third downs, and part of this was kind of ties into Dylan having those like negative yardage plays or no gain plays. Not want to hammer on Dylan. I mean, he just he didn't have a great game. It is what it is. But they faced sixteen third downs, and the average distance to go was about eight yards to go. They fit, they faced on average a third and eight on sixteen different ones. Um, according to an article by David Schofield on Behind the Steel Curtain, which is like a Pittsburgh Steelers blog that he did some research for an article, um, but the average distance to go in 2022 was 6.9 yards, so a full yard further than average. Um, and then six of those third downs were 10 yards plus, six of those 16. So it's like you can't... And the Packers converted a lot of them. They converted the a lot thing. of them. Con- but you can't considering live like how that. how many
1: long ones they had, they actually were pretty successful.
0: Yeah, You. but you can't live like that. Like, that's that's not tenable. Like... They need to find a way to execute on those first and second downs, because if you play like a a good defense, like the Bears were the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league last year uh, by most metrics. But if you play a good defense that can actually rush the passer, you're going to run into more problems when you're in third and 16, third and 12, third and 10, third and 10, third and 12 again. Like they were in a lot of those situations and they need to find a way to stay ahead of the chains um dad what did you have as some negatives on the offensive side of the ball
1: so i i also had the dylan thing about like 19 yards on 13 carries and he just seemed slow to get going to me
0: the one He'd that get really the ball
1: and his ability to hit the opening there are a couple of plays where i thought there was something there and he just couldn't get into the opening fast enough yeah and um, the one that really
0: the... the one that really accentuated it to me was the one on uh first first or second goal in the five and it's like the hole's there the hole is right there. I think he tripped over
1: the. He tripped over the bars. He tripped I, I, over the bars. S- right, I think,
0: and just. And fell I wanted. I haven't been able to see one.
1: the uh, the all twenty two view from the end zone because I want to see.
0: Was he touched? Did he actually
1: touch him? He tried to scramble it, back up and for get in.
0: For these in, intents and purposes, it does not matter. What like like if <laughs> whether or not true. it should have been a touchdown. But because this is the thing I there. There. felt
1: about Dylan. You know, I think I mentioned it earlier in the offseason about. I don't think he picks his feet up enough when he, he runs. I think he, he kinda, mentioned it in the off season. He, 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 he kinda, mentioned it in a the sliding, off season. He's a sliding runner. And so his foot is going to clip something every time if he doesn't pick his knees up enough.
0: But like he brought it up. He talked about how he addressed on Twitter to fans who were tweeting at him, which don't do that. It's kind of a, a dick move, so to speak. Um. But like he, he addressed one and was like, I know I really got to work on like not getting caught by my ankles. Like... This was not this was not a good game for that because he he really like he struggled it happened a couple and times and the offense was bad when it was just him and next week like you're going against a better defense and that's gonna be a lot tougher if Aaron Jones is limited and it's just Dylan, they're gonna need a lot more from Dylan next week.
1: Yeah, so kinda tied into this a little bit is so if I want to go to my next
0: bad thing was Myers run blocking I, I feel bad because I feel like we have more bad things than good things I I feel like we're, I know, being, we're being weirdly negative for a game that was once again amazing the Packers were up 38 to 14 at the start of the fourth quarter the Bears were being booed at home the Packers put Sean was... Clifford in the game they put Sean Clifford I was in the game
1: stunned when the booze started it was like I was my, my first reaction was like really they're not down by that much It's only the third, it's like halfway through the third quarter and you're booing your home team on the home opener. I was, I was
0: shocked. Well, I mean, I think the, I think the Bears fans are shocked. Like based on my, I have a few friends who are, I have have one specific friend who's a Bears fan. I, I know a few others, but they were saying essentially like they were really confident going into this game and they, he pretty much told me, he's like, I don't know what happened. And I was like, and I think that was the mood on all of the. Bears fans face on the Bears players face. the Bears players looked like like they had they had seen a ghost and it was a 10-point game like it was it was still a game it was a two-possession game and they looked they looked lost
1: well I would say they really looked lost after the second Jones touchdown that's yeah. when they looked
0: really when they, despondent when it went but from, then they
1: got then the Bears got a touchdown after that to kind of get back in it a little bit
0: yeah, and we'll and talk about got, that in a And, they put and away. then, and then they got put away with the. Pretty much the next touchdown drive that made it thirty-one yeah, to fourteen. But there were all kinds of good.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose we could have put more good things in there about how. Uh,
0: well, let's you know, let's Reed, talk. A, let's talk a little. Okay. A few more good I, things. Let's I, be a little positive because we, we are. Up, I like, think we're being overly negative. Let's get these. Let's get these last two Dobbs. negatives. Well, let's get these last two negatives out of the way and then okay, let's then end we'll end go on back and do suite. some more. We'll just and we'll do, freelance, some, freelance some freelance some more good things. Yeah, because you know I'm feeling like we are been down a little bit. It was a it was a good game for the Packers. It was a good game for the Packers. But there are definitely things that. But this is good when you have a win and there's room for improvement. That's that's that can be a good thing, but that go ahead with what you were saying about Myers. Um, so his run blocking in particular, he was the
1: lowest of all the O linemen, the PFF grade of only forty. In the so this was really early in the game, actually, the the first the first series he got pushed back into Jones on the first da- down to blow up that play, basically tripped Jones up by backing into him, and he then he whiffed on a block that. Could have gotten Jones into the end zone, though that was downfield, and they'd already gained some. So they got him like first and goal. Um, he overran the block that got Dylan tackled in the backfield that you were talking about, where they're, he's pulling out and he basically overran his assignment. I think he did that a it. couple.
0: I think he did that a couple different times where he overran the guy he was supposed to block. And then he had the t- play where
1: he kind of, where they're trying to do that slip screen to Jones, and he gets pushed back into him and breaks up the pass. However, after that like first two possessions, maybe that was all the first possession, he looked much better after that. He looked he still much had better. One, he had one missed block where it actually caused another bad Dylan play, but his pass pro was, he's, I felt, He's quite always
0: good. been pretty good in pass pro. He graded out yeah. well in pass pro last year, even though he didn't have a very great year. But I was going to say, you can say he was good. Two more fumbled exchanges two yes, though, two more fumbled exchanges were
1: those on him or were those on that's a good question the, one was the, with love Q-
0: and one was with clifford so yeah. i don't know it's it's you can't put it only on the center you can't put it only on the quarterback but you're at least 50% of the pie and so like i'm going to put it in that plate for now at least you just because put it the plate. because it's, uh, it's, i had it's some people
1: say they thought it was maybe more on the 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 qb or not i have to look at that again and see whether like uh, love took his eye off the ball that's on fair. that one, um, I, not, I think the, the sure. love
0: one definitely was probably it seemed more love like it maybe it was a little low. Um, I have to rewatch the Clifford one because honestly, I didn't rewatch much of the Clifford snaps. I was like, okay, we're good. I'm gonna gonna cut that here. We <laughs> it off three over by times now. and the game is over. Um, but no, yeah. The, and my last negative was um, just the end of half execution uh, was a mess. Um, so to set the scene. They're driving at the end of half up 7-6. to six. You snap the ball at the Chicago 26-yard line with 37 seconds left. Problem number one, you take a sack, which just cannot happen if you're Jordan Love. But, you know, I'm going to chalk that up to, like, he's inexperienced. And so, like, that'll it's your, it's your second-ever start. Your first-ever start is the guy. Like, if, if you take a sack when you're not supposed to, you don't throw the ball away, that's understandable. The real problem is... Now comes, it's 3rd and 18 with a running clock, and you have a timeout. You have a timeout. I blame this on the floor. This is on the floor. No, this is squarely on the floor. You have a timeout. The clock is ticking with about like 33, 32 seconds left. Call the timeout, and then it's 3rd and 18. You run a play to the sidelines, and if it's incomplete, it's incomplete, and otherwise you get out of bounds. But you let it run down, and you almost tried to run a play with four seconds left on third and eighteen, and you might end up not getting a field goal at all. At least he got the the timeout before they snapped the ball because they were about to snap the ball, and then Anders Carlson kind of bails you out making a, a and Danny Whelan like, for getting the a rocket. A rocket, a missile, <laughs> and and Whelan kind of bails you out too because the snap was not good, and we'll talk about that. He had a really good game. Whelan did, um, but. I know like maybe, you know, maybe you don't want the risk of like, oh, if it gets down in bounds, like the clock's running and then you can't spike it because it's fourth down and you got to run the rookie kicker out there and and do the, the whole shebang like with a running clock and like rush him. But you almost didn't get a kickoff, which would have been horrendous. And that's on Matt LaFleur. Like you're the experienced voice of reason. Like call the timeout, run a play to the sidelines and just tell Jordan Love like, hey, Get rid of it if you have to just throw this in less than ten seconds but it it was almost dicey they got bailed out but I did want to note that as a negative did did you have thoughts on that entire sequence because it was it was not fun
1: yeah it was kind of a mess um uh, that that end of half and I was watching it and I was like what are you doing you're just letting the clock run um but enough about the negatives on offense and i and I have some like things to make you think that some of that is actually good that we'll get to but let's That's- add some more so that's more positives. Like Dobbs's two touchdowns,
0: yes, were both beautiful, professional, professional receiver touchdowns. The the yep. first one was a bit of a like you know but, it's hard it's hard to cover a receiver that long, and he, he just smoked. Just shook him. He did smoke Eddie Jackson. It was bad. He but the he, sec-
1: he gave him he gave him a move and then broke wide open for the on 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 time for the touchdown. The the
0: second one was like. Like that was a get off of me play. Like I am better than you. That, that was that was like a <laughs> like, uh, New Copkins. Uh, it reminded or, uh, me a lot of the Moss kind of play. Um, I don't know if you remember the play he had in preseason last year against the Saints that Jordan Love also threw to him, where he snagged it out of the air and everyone was losing their mind and and people were posting that uh, MS Paint that Justice Musqueda has of him in the Hall of Fame jacket. I don't know if you remember that one. Um, <laughs> I remember so, all the
1: talk about the gold jacket. I'd forgotten the. Uh, oh, the it? Oh, I'll send you after it. this.
0: It's amazing, but. Yeah, I mean it was another one of those like the fade. Love clearly trusts him there, which is awesome because like that was a sick, sick catch. Um, uh, my other positive that I was going to just throw out there was you know, um, man, Jaden Reed was really good. The stats aren't crazy, but two big third down conversions and looks like looks the part. Looks the part for sure. I think like on and and in special teams too, which you'll talk about. We'll talk about when we talk to special teams. Um, and then other pieces on offense. Um. You know, I thought Rasheed Walker and those. I've only seen those two the two snaps at tight end he had. Um, this was also my interesting stuff that he got those two snaps at like inline tight end. They looked like he did a pretty good job there. Um, and then Tom was really good at right tackle. I mean, that guy's that guy should not move from yeah. Tackle. I think he was He's too was good. The at highest graded player on offense. I don't know. Maybe not that maybe it's a I, much. I don't know, but that's your right tackle. Don't move him. Of him, just figure it out. Yeah, he's he's, he's well. so much better and, at tackle. And,
1: and, and I'll throw one more thing out for my just sort of things that make you think Is this is like you can take this as a positive, you can take it as a negative. But love was not looking to slide.
0: No, did you see what he said Ed? in the yeah, his, yeah he I, I heard that today. What was the quote? Do you remember what the quote was? He said he was talking to his agent beforehand and he said he was going to run someone over and his agent. agent told him not to do it. He said, Yeah, don't do yes. that. And, he, and just, he
1: just ran right into the defenders and that one was, of them. Got him close enough where they went for it on fourth down. It was third and twelve. They get to like fourth and two or three. They get to. That turns into the Aaron Jones. That the
0: Aaron Jones touchdown. They, they pretty much like blew the game wide open. That ended the game essentially.
1: Yeah, but so he was. He was not shying away. He didn't. I don't think he slid a single time. He's like, oh, I got two guys in front of me. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna run straight into him.
0: Yeah. And then there's the one on the right sideline where he like, yes, one guy yep. kind of juke the second one, but they stayed on him and then he got bumped out of bounds. And then all the, the whole, like half the sideline, like eight guys came and helped him up. I was like, okay, I don't think we only need one guy on each limb, two guys on each limb trying to help <laughs> him up. But I appreciate the effort. Don't uh, make a wish. Elite sideline help right there. That's, that's what you want to see. Um, but yeah, you know uh, my other thing that made me think, uh, so we, we keep these in categories of good, bad and things that made me think that are just kind of, we thought were stats that we found interesting. Um, But, you know, according to... This is from Justice Mosqueda on Twitter. um, Of all the snaps, over the snaps that Jordan Love took, um, these were the wide receiver snap counts that, like, I found interesting, was that Dontavion Wicks was on the field for the most snaps of any of the receivers with Jordan Love. And then Jaden Reed had 22 snaps snaps in the slot, which was 17 more than the next receiver. So he's pretty much your dedicated slot guy. He had a few snaps out wide, but 22 in the next highest had five which is you know, a pretty big discrepancy there. Those are kind of the two, I think, most telling things from the wide receiver snap counts. Did you get a chance to peek at those as well? or um, The snap counts? Or, yeah, or just, just like who was playing when. Because I thought that was interesting that Wicks was... I thought it know? was interesting that Wix was out there so much so he
1: didn't get very many targets. No. Um, I meant to go back and look to see how his blocking looked. Um, is maybe kind of a connection, but I had not. I've not gotten around to actually watch his blocking on some of those plays.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, but, like the only thing I remember about his play is he had a false start, and like the rest of it I just don't really remember. To be he honest. also
1: had a target that was, I think, a little bit off target. Ah. Not quite not quite a target. <laughs> almost a target. An almost a target.
0: Um, but is there anything um, else you wanted to talk about so on offense? I talked a little
1: bit about some of the yeah, offense, some Jordan Love metrics. So one thing that his average depth of target was is like 10.2 according to, um, I think that was FTN Fantasy mm-hmm. is where they had it. And PFF might have a slightly different um, depth of target. But among all starters, that would have been second last year. And last year Rodgers was 14th among QBs with at least six starts.
0: And, and according was... to PFF, it is sixth amongst quarterbacks in Week One. Just for the for the note.
1: Okay. And uh, now this doesn't always correlate with being a great QB. For example, Fields was high He's like fifth last year, and Mahomes was low. You just you but just it just does had suggest to, you just
0: had to say something, huh? But
1: it does suggest confidence in letting Love push the ball downfield a little bit more than he did in the past. Because last year, it was only 7.16 when he played, and this year it's 10.19. So that could mean something. Just something to think about. Also, pass location. This is something that people talk about a lot. You know, we're going to use the middle of the field more. Rogers doesn't like to use the middle of the field. Now we're going to see the Shanahan type offense use the field. So, pass location. Um, Love had his mo- greatest success in the intermediate, intermediate middle of the field, so between 10 and 20 yards downfield um, in the central between third. The, between the hashes. Between the hashes. 156.3 rating. Perfect rating. Dang. Right? Or is, or I think that's is that a, touch below, no, a touch yes, below perfect. 158.3 is perfect. Yeah, that 0. .3 threw me off. It's 150. It's close to perfect. He had more attempts in the middle than outside the numbers, um, but just barely. It was like 14 to 13 um and his um completion percentage was best between the numbers so if we compare that to, th- to this idea that we had been avoiding the middle and kind of not taking advantage of it and what should be a Shanahan staple last year Rodgers was his best areas were intermediate right and intermediate left and deep middle actually um and he had fewer passes to the middle than to the outsides um and last year, and kind of a similar split in during his MVP season. So you could be good while avoiding the middle of the field. And then for comparison to other quarterbacks, Mahomes and then some Shanahan trees or staples, Brock Purdy and Garoppolo in 2021 were more like love in terms of hitting the middle more than the sidelines. However, last year, like um Josh Allen and um, Burrow, and 2021 Stafford, which is kind of another, you know, this, they're more like Rodgers where they're going outside and, and not the middle. So I don't think it's so set in stone that the, the middle is something you have to hit um, in this type of offense. I think there's a lot of flexibility. There's more flexibility in there to well, be good I, than, I just, than I think a lot of people have been
0: presenting. I think it's just about you can't be predictable. And I think the Packers with Rodgers had been a little predictable. And then it's like, we know he's not going to throw a middle field. He's just not going to do it. Well, so
1: it was it was forty six percent to the middle, and fifty four percent to the outside. It wasn't he wasn't avoiding it quite as much as I think people.
0: As huh, that's interesting. It's not as that's not as big. It's as, not. As,
1: a, it's not. I hadn't realized that's what people I didn't
0: realize that was Rogers that you were that you were pointing out there.
1: Yeah. Um, at first, that that's... was Rogers last year. Oh, okay, where it was two hundred and thirty to the middle and two hundred and seventy to the outsides, and um the other quarterbacks and then love um well he had more to the middle than he had to the outsides
0: okay well
1: but uh so so that pattern having more to the middle than the outs it's not like as severe as people have have uh the impression that it leaves
0: yeah and you know i love was really good in this this game not exactly against the best defense you know hopefully he can keep attacking every level of the field that way against maybe a Stronger defense and only time will tell. But dad speaking of defense, do you want to move on to the defense or is there anything else on the offense you wanted to touch on?
1: That was all. That was just a little it- interesting side notes that are stylistic things that may or may not uh be... may or may not mean anything. Can't tell if it's good or bad yet.
0: Yeah. And we will see and we're gonna be on this wild ride altogether. But you know, I think the other exciting thing from this game is the Packers' defense came to play too. And there was a lot of talk this offseason from the players, from the coaching staff, from pretty much anyone who you'd put a mic in front of on the defense, that this was going to be a different defense this year. They were going to play with more aggression. They were going to play faster. They were going to get to the ball. They were going to cause negative plays. And while this is against not exactly the most prolific offense on the other side. You definitely did that through one week. A lot of good on the offense. Dad, I kind of want to end on the good, though. So maybe let's start with a couple of nitpicky things. Sorry, on the defense. I realize I said offense. Maybe let's start with a couple of the nitpicky things on defense that we had so we can end on a strong note and talk about really, you know, I think some really exciting stuff from the youth of the Packers defense. But, Dad, let's maybe start with a couple of things that maybe we weren't so happy with. Okay.
1: Um, so I, I guess I'll start with... The play of the second safety,
0: Savage, I think, looked pretty good overall. Dad, he has a he has a name. <laughs> you're you're talking like they well, were ro- yeah, you're talking like they're rotating guys at this spot. There's only one guy playing second safety. Yeah, was, the they're not part. moving. They're I, not moving people around back there. It was it was really it, it Ford was, the whole game.
1: Ford, well, he played like most of the snaps. Owens played 14, and really, snaps. I did not
0: realize. Oh, I think that must have been the end of the game. The, it's it possible that's
1: mostly the game. Though though the very end of the game was like five snaps, I think, for Levitt and five for um Gaines. So they said Gaines was in the slot. But yet, but but it was mostly Savage and Ford. And Ford struggled and missed and had multiple missed tackles. Yeah. Um yeah. Savage played well
0: but but they you know the real brutal one for Ford was the missed tackle, get run over, get up, get a personal foul penalty, and then a, then a personal foul, that was which kind of ties into my other, one well, of my I, other. Bad things. I have a bunch of stuff about penalties too. It sounds like you might as well. It's just that series that
1: includes that one where
0: oh, I I have Ford got I,
1: steamrollered, got up, and then committed the penalty. Do
0: you mind if I take over from here? Do you want anything else on the safety?
1: You can go into those. Well, I want more. The other negative I had, and then maybe you want if you want to go into all the, um, the the, the, the penalties and, other, and those. The the touchdown by Mooney, I felt like there was that was a a case yeah. where I think the either it was bad communication. It's unclear maybe who had it, but it looked like I it, think might it have was Nixon, Nixon's fault. Nixon's fault I think. that he should have gone with him and he didn't react to it quickly enough. Because oh, I better start running after this guy. And by that time, it was already beat.
0: It's like he was so shocked that either a Fields would even throw it down, even think to throw it downfield, or b that he was going to have that much time to throw when he was like, oh crap, he still got the okay. ball back there. I'm gonna I, I gotta get going. <laughs>
1: So that was just mainly a defensive breakdown that left a guy open in the end zone for the touchdown.
0: Yeah, and and, you know, like we said, a lot of positives on the defense, but like you said, some negatives as well. The penalties. I mean, so all of the penalties for the Packers, and they just, so I think they had eight on the defense, if I remember correctly. I think nine in total. I, I think I read that earlier. I forgot to write it down. But so here are some penalties that they had. So on the Bears' second field goal drive, they have second and 17. They're about to have third and nine. But a legal contact, J.R. Alexander, automatic first down. Bears end up kicking a field goal, cut it to a one-point game. Later in the game, the Packers are up. They have a chance to ice the game. They force a fumble. Devontae Campbell gives up 15 yards and unnecessary roughness. Instead of being at the Bears 28, you're at the Bears 43. You go three and out and you punt as opposed to going three and out and kicking a field goal. And, that, and you know what that unnecessary roughness is, just it's pulling I, somebody off the pile, yeah, that's just a mental error that's that's not even like you're that's not even like you're hyping up the team. you just forgot that that's a rule, and everyone should be familiar with that rule at this point. It's been in the league for a few years now, and then the next one on the bears touchdown drive, this was what you were talking about that whole sequence the the drive that the bears cut it to a 10 well, score game and, and, and the, kind of, and it kind three, of starts with that Campbell, yeah, um, because they don't score a touch penalty. they don't do anything there. Because in, in large part because of the penalty, because they can't move it. They can't move. The, well, partially because they can't move the ball, but they would have at least had a field goal if they hadn't had that penalty um, or at least had the ability to kick field goal. Field goals are never never, never for granted. Um, but that touchdown drive, like you were talking about, was the sequence that you were, you were really speaking of. And like you said, it started with the Campbell one in some way. But on that drive, first, you have a 15-yard face mask on the return. Instead of at the 20, they're at the 35. Follow up, you have five, five, five-yard penalty, too many men on the field that negates a sack on second down that would have been... I, th- I think it was on second down that would have been third and long. And so that probably would have shut down that drive right away. And then you breathe life into them again and you get an unnecessary roughness when Rudy Ford gets absolutely leveled by Roshan Johnson and then gets up and hits him because you can't have that, I guess. And it takes him from the 36 to the 21 and they eventually score just two plays later. So 35 of the... 80 yards on that drive, almost half, are from penalty, and you save them twice. You you save them from a sack, and you save them from third and nine, which they were almost certainly not going to convert because they were like three of ten on third down on the day.
1: And it was also at the point where they had just looked so despondent, so down on the sidelines after that fumble. And then the Packers turn around and give them new life. Just breathe making... life into them.
0: And they were three of 13 on third down on the day. I just wanted to get that correct. Oh, okay. right. but but yeah and so like so yes, we can say picking that's next. positive on the defense no, is no, how much they... but there were a lot of positives for the defense but if you're looking at some negatives you you let them back in the game a little bit and a better team will take advantage of that like is the thing like you you kind of open the door right. again for them you you gave them half the yards on a drive and you essentially bailed them out of failing the drive twice and you gave them seven points and you cut it to a two score game when you could have just slammed the door and so that's a bit concerning right there and just like that's a lot of penalties that's a lot of penalties in a game. And I get that it's a rival and I get that you got to do some chirping and I get that you want to just like, you want to show that you're going to be physical that you're there and you're not going to like shrink. And I'd, I'd rather do that than shrink. That's for certain, but you know, maybe there's a middle ground to be, to be <laughs> written there. I don't know. Um, do you have anything else negative for the defense there? Should we talk about the positives? Cause there were let's, a lot of positives. Let's, on let's defense get to the too. positives. All right. You want to lead us off?
1: So I would just have a few notes on the defensive front. Cause they looked the front awesome. was so
0: freaking good. And it might just they be made that the, the, be uh, that the in, Bears O line is that bad. It
1: could be. We were, I was, I got to admit, I was kind of talking up the Bears O line uh, O-line before the, in pregame. And on now paper, I'm going to think, like, you just made that up.
0: Because on, <laughs> on paper, it's not bad, but Nate Davis got killed all day. Darnell Wright didn't look like a top 10 pick. And I get that it's hard in your first game. There's some accident forgiveness there.
1: Um, white hair. White
0: hair was got, bad. Got cooked. Yeah. Uh, I always forget their left tackle's name. He was a fifth rounder last the year,
1: second year. Who was good last year? People were saying yeah. like this
0: is a steal. He committed he was... three penalties and and just could not could not stand in front of the Packers guys. And uh, you know Lucas yeah, Patrick so... is Lucas Patrick, and and, and he's a he's ok he's an ok six seventh lineman, but that's that's what he is. So I have a few players I want to give a shout out to uh, Devontae Wyatt.
1: Devontae, he...
0: freaking Wyatt. Played the greatest game he's ever played as a pro And I was kind of out on him after the offseason I was like, he started the offseason strong And then just, you don't hear about him And he's not really visible in any of the preseason games He's not winning his reps He's not winning his one-on-ones Like, I'm really concerned Like, this is a first-round pick And he's an older first-round pick And he's not taking that step He just he dominated killed. the right guard Nate Davis all day He he yeah. killed him And they paid Nate Davis a lot of money To come play right guard for them Yeah, he he not only had the... Pre- pressure get getting the back
1: to the field with and he had one and a half sacks but he also forced the fumble and had his best run defense grade of his pro career at 71.6 per Pff so he was playing the the the, the run well i think' that sometimes what you see is like just maintain the line pushing the blocker into the um the run lane and, and break up the,
0: break up the play and he showed a little bit of everything, like one a really nice run play uh run defense play is that is that he had was uh early in the game uh they kind of run like a like a sweep right I think to I think that's Dante the one Foreman. I'm thinking of yeah and he just and, he's, and right he, in the backfield. he's just boom,
1: boom he's just pushing the guy to the backfield and I think eventually um Hollins comes in and actually makes a tackle that's a play yeah, he, didn't he didn't cre- get
0: credit he didn't get, for the get the credit tackle, tackle, but he, but he, he basically
1: it. gave the guy nowhere to go
0: and he showed a little bit of everything he showed the power on that one he showed a really nice um swim move on the pressure that forced um fields out uh when there was like third and like a forever from there like seven and he he w- did like a nice little like ch- like break the hands down and move around him to the outside um caused the pressure there caused fields to have to step up and roll out and just dump it off and then he showed the freakish athleticism that he possesses on the fields bootleg where he just you just see him like the terminator just start booking it straight for fields because he knows he's booting out and of that yeah, play his, and just his closing him.
1: speed oh. was great um, I haven't seen not diagnosed man. the and he diagnosed the
0: play properly and he was there and just closed on him to finish the sack really big man moving because he was moving fast and speaking of big man moving i mean luke Ness was freaking moving when on the one oh. where uh I, yep. I sorry we're getting ahead of ourselves i'm gonna I, I i interrupted you because i was so excited about how i played it's he's good. actually my player of the game we'll talk about later um but go ahead and give some more shots, so give some more so, shots. so preston smith i felt like
1: he really set the edge against the run well um he had three stops so a a win for the defense, and he had the team high run D grade of eighty one point four, the best of all of the defenders in uh, um, run defense grade. And then Gary looked almost unblockable in his limited snaps. I mean, you mentioned the penalty that erased the sack; it was Gary sack where he just destroys the right tackle and comes flying in, and and, and he must he must be on top of
0: of uh fields
1: in less than two seconds
0: that was that was a one of those like you go back like that's a welcome to the league moment that's like a all right like you were you were pretty good in college but uh it's a diff- there are levels to this because <laughs> Rashawn Gary came in for 10 snaps and had five pressures yeah. that's insane that is insane right. he looked really good all fresh came ACL. what is it 10 months after an ACL tear pay him pay him now because it's only going to get more expensive it, oh yeah. Especially after that day Bosa. Yeah.
1: And I haven't seen what Chris Jones signed for, but it was
0: today. Yeah. But that was just like a one year tack. It was on only one year extension. Okay. So it's, it's not that, whatever comparable. hundreds of millions of dollars. No, they only gave him the, like a bump th- this year. I think he's still going to hit free agency next year. Um, was what I was reading. Um, but yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree that Rashawn Gary was excellent and give that man, give that man his money. Uh, as John Malkovich said in rounders, pay that man his money. Um, Anything else you wanted to say? Uh, good things. Um, I have more good things, but you want to have time. You want to talk about some of yours? First? Sure. Yeah, I was just gonna say the pass rush and young D line as a whole was great. The Packers had thirty six pressures. Thirty six pressures. That's insane. That's a really big number. Um, Wyatt led the team with six. Um, Gary had five. Lucas Van Ness had five. Um, Wooden had four. Brooks had three. I mean, all the young guys were coming through and just wrecking shop up and down the front. Uh, Luke's Van I mean, Ness. was. is Pacific. kind of what
1: they were doing in the in, in the training camp and uh, joint practices and preseason games too. Those, those backups were making
0: were making hay. And you know, Bears' line isn't the best, but that's this is the kind of performance you want to have. Like when you think you're a much better like front, and the Van Ness um, sack on Fields rolling out like to the right. Very similar to the play I was talking about in the pregame we were talking about with Quay Walker sprinting Fields down near the goal line and stopping him from getting in. Just, like, having that size, speed, and athleticism, Fields looked kind of surprised. Fields was like, I can't believe this guy caught me. Because Van Ness, 270 pounds, should not be able to move like that. That was freaky. That was, like, I saw that, and I, I immediately was like, oh, that's why they took him in the first round. I see it. I see why. I see. You could watch that one play and be like, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense that they took that dude in the first round, because that... You know, that's not something you can teach. You cannot teach players to make that play. That yeah. You either have those players or you don't. <laughs> that play
1: was one of the uh, things that made us think um, in my list. But I, he, he, I, it seemed to me that it was, what, it was second and goal at the four, and yeah. he turns it into third and goal at the what, at, at, at like the the 12?
0: 13, 12, something like that, yeah. When
1: it backed him up eight yards. So I, you could say there's a good chance he saved them four points Yeah, with that one play. And he made a... It, 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 he may not have scored, but it would have been probably third and short. And that's the He's difference able between able to turn that corner.
0: That's the difference between having the lead there and not having the lead there, and having the lead at half and being tied at half. I mean, that's a that's a huge play right there. Um, and then my other positive was the run defense was actually weirdly good in this game. And once again, the caveat that the Bears' line did not do them any favors. Now Fields had nine carries for 59 yards, which is like, you know, on paper is not great. I actually thought they did an okay job containing him i didn't think it was so bad i felt like a lot of his rushes were like eight yard rush on third and 12 i'm like okay that's like not a successful run that's fine like we're okay with that um there are obviously some where they kind of let him go out and with a player as good as fields at that like there are gonna be plays like that they, you know the old saying they get paid too like that they're, they're great too they made it to the league too um but besides that for the running backs they only allowed 63 yards on 19 carries to to bears running backs for 3.3 3 yards per carry that's that's very good you love to see it, and a bit surprising to be honest, but we'll take those. I guess is what I'll say. Um, Dad, what do you think about the you run defense?
1: Didn't feel like last year they're just getting gashed on yeah. run play after run play. And they, and they got gashed. Off- they got gashed a couple times, but a couple times, but it wasn't like they just can never get off the field kind of feeling.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like oh, it's it's third and less than three. Oh, and one thing, just I, give them the first you know, down. Just let, let's just move the chains. Let's get this over with. Third, that and, three, was third and five. Year. That's they don't even, ha- they yeah. don't even have to pass on
1: third and five last
0: year. Goodness sake.
1: Hey. But one thing we didn't mention, that I don't have we don't have on our list. Stopping him on the first possession of the game.
0: Yes, yes. Situational football. They, situa- need some situational- shout outs to situ- uh that, that like
1: third and one. They stopped him and I think that was uh the, the third one, or maybe it was the fourth and one. I think this- it was Keyshawn who came in and, and actually clogged Stop the last him. hole. To uh, stop the, the the conversion there, short of the short of the line to game,
0: situational football. They held them. They they stopped them there on that fourth down to give Jordan Love in his first drive as a Packer in Soldier Field a nice short field to work with, and he scores a touchdown. I mean, that's perfect. Perfect definition of complimentary football. You hold them to three of thirteen on third down. Perfect, like like situational football, you're nine of 16 on third down going the other way. The Packers are actually one of two on fourth down tonight. Uh, Not two of two, Uh, my mistake, but just more examples of how just good situational complimentary football from the Packers, pretty much everything you could have asked for Um, Dad, Anything more positive on defense you wanted to talk about? Uh, The only other thing that I was going to say, you know, maybe having all these first round picks might finally pay off because they looked really fast on defense and even Savage looked pretty good. Oh, well, that's one of my other things that I have on my list. I'm, so, I'm I sorry. Like, I, I'm sorry. I said that with such incredulity, but like <laughs> but even Savage looked really good. Like he looked good. He had excellent. He had excellent run D
1: um, today. As uh, I think his his run D PFF grade was 80 and his tackling grade was 87. I think I've got that right. His best grades under Barry since Barry's been the um, defensive yeah. coordinator in the plus so two his, plus his, years. His yeah, his, his best best game under Barry. And is credited with six tackles, four assists, and no missed tackles,
0: and three stops. Um, look like a completely s- look like a completely different player than last year. A completely yeah. different player than last year. And Matt Lafleur had talked about during camp how he thought that he had really been very consistent through camp, and it was now up to him to show that during games. Game one, check. If, we'll if, we'll if see if game, to game. Savage
1: continues this for the year. It completely changes
0: everything. The overall outlook for the defense because the safety room. You know, I'm, I'm not going to buy into it after just one game against a team that doesn't really pass downfield. Um, but through one game, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I'll say that. Yeah. It was certainly better than I thought it was going to be. And the other thing I thought the Packers did was like defending those short passes out into the flat. And hey. some of
1: those that they're wrapping up and getting to the ground for losses or no gain on
0: a lot of those plays. They did not the, – the DBs for the Packers did not accept the blocks – like, they weren't just like, oh, like, this is my man, I occupy this block, and then someone else will make the play while I'm occupying this block. No. They were ripping through, I don't know if you've seen this, but Chase Claypool is getting killed on Twitter right he now. He was,
1: and, and he was getting, he was getting called out during the game by the announcing crew for his effort. Blocking. He was, he was
0: getting Smoked by anyone with a pulse on the DB, on the Packers DB room, like if he was trying to block them, and they smoked Cole Komet trying to block them. They were fighting off those blocks from the oh, secondary and I think like the, players.
1: What, was it Savage or a Jair tackle at a stop? Maybe it was loss um, beating Tunyon as yep. well.
0: Yep, that was it. Was weird. I don't really get. Did you see like Tunyon played four snaps and Mercedes Lewis played five? It's like, why did you bring them in? I don't, I don't necessarily. They could get have it.
1: used a little more Mercedes.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's so. I, I always wonder about. They could that, have used that like, blocking. Yeah, but it's like, also, it's like, how many plays can he play? But
1: well, that's I, true. How does yeah, can he play a full complement of plays? I don't know. Yeah, because he, was, he wasn't some, playing some that all
0: that. He wasn't playing all that many snaps last year for us, and I'm not going to say it, but we knew how to use them. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> and we, like, I'm just saying um just like uh yeah anything else on defense um i'm trying to think you know three of 13 third downs great um but we we could talk a little bit about special teams because you know this it's a party for everyone even special teams get some shine in this game because that's I how do have, i do have i do have uh ends. some things that made us think um, oh just, yes yes my only thing that made just, us think wasn't wasn't that interesting go ahead
1: go ahead well it's it about the rookies making plays we already talked about lucas van ness with that sack of fields but Brooks had his first sack on. I say it's like a semi-stunt where he beat the left guard for the sack. Um, yeah, so great! I don't, great really, finishing I don't really know burst. what
0: the guard was doing there,
1: but we take
0: those.
1: <laughs> yeah, because uh, like Preston started going to the inside, and he looped around and then just beat him to fields. And Wooden made several plays at the line of scrimmage in the run game. Yeah, I'm um, getting in the backfield and getting stops. He looked good too. And Valentine got some. Working coverage, I think. Um, somebody showed. A, he locked a DJ nice Moore
0: in the end zone one. Coverage
1: rap on DJ Moore, on DJ Moore in the end zone. It was one of those so, ones where
0: it was just like a screenshot and like Valentine's ahead of him, so it's like you never actually know. Was was the God, part actually, that I, I saw.
1: happened not look to look for the video to find what that uh, yeah we, we <laughs> got to do, some, like. do our, our own re, sleuthing there. Do our
0: own research on that one, but uh, yeah, the, do the, your own research. The, the screenshot looks good,
1: um, but uh, the 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 rookie dra- their the draftees on defense.
0: were all. Making plays, they're draft, draftees everywhere. We're making plays, and also,
1: and their second-year
0: defenders, Quay Walker looked really good. Looked really good. I mean, that pick, the pick six, which just ended the game, that was that was like game over. Okay, let's all go home, everyone. Like we know, there's a yep. quarter left. Let's just kneel it out. We just got to uh, right, right. Can we, can we get on the, the ball. quarter? Yeah, let's just cl- keep the running <laughs> clock. Let's all go home. But I mean, someone was joking, it was like. Are they going to have to find a way to get Quay Walker the ball on offense? Because he was <laughs> – I heard somebody he say some... that. He was running the ball. I think it was – uh... was an impressive return. Roshan Johnson comes, hits him in the chest. He just pushes him off, bounces off it, jukes a guy, runs past another. And, you know, hopefully he's okay, like, with that concussion at the end of that play. But, I mean, freakish run. Freakish run. And you know what the, the shame is also to that? Obviously, you know, with the concussion, you hope he's okay. But now that run is no longer eligible for angry runs on Good Morning Football, unfortunately. Um, which is you know a shame. You mean they just don't do it anymore? No, they don't do it if there's an injury on the play. Ah, ah. Um, but yeah. So obviously, hope he's okay. And you know, it would have been fun to have that as an as an angry run in the time slot. But it is what it is. Um, but yeah. No, the young guys were great. demont I mean Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker played the, probably the best games of their careers. Like each of them. Um, and yeah. Quay Walker had the best play of his career. Luke Spindes contributed excellently. I'm just going to talk about draft picks and general. Jo- Jaden Reed had a really good game. Luke Musgrave had a pretty solid game. I mean, you know, <laughs> he still looks like a, a just like a gangly a, ju- uh, g- a gangly a giraffe, giraffe a baby giraffe running out there. This man falls over at a breeze, but he got open and he's fast. So you know, we take those. It's like the Jason Witten where he one year averaged less yards after catch than like he was tall. So it's like he literally could have just fallen over every time and average more yards after a catch. Um, and yeah, he should have had a touchdown on that other one, but you know, it is what it is. Um, and then, I mean, Tucker Kraft didn't do too much in this game. Didn't really notice him, but then Colby would had a really good game. Carl Brooks had a really good game. Anders Carlson had a really good game. Um, yeah. yeah. You want to go into, do you want to go into special teams? Yeah. Let's move to special teams because even, even the Packers special teams played well. That's how, you know, this was kind of an ass kicking. If the Packers special teams are playing well, like that's their worst unit, um. But yeah, you look at this game. Um, Anders Carlson didn't miss a kick. Uh, made his first field goal of his career, which was a 52-yarder as time was expiring in the half. I mean, he kind of bailed you out of just some really atrocious play calling and play and time clock management, which we talked about already. Um, Daniel Wheelan averaged nearly 50 yards a punt. Uh, and on that 52-yard field goal, that snap was really high. That snap was really high. That thing was above his eyebrows and he whipped it down out of the air and put it down and they nailed that kick. That was that was as much on him as it was on maybe, maybe not as much on him as it was on Carlson, but he made that happen. And it was almost a disaster. And then Jaden Reed's punt returning dad, like he I was excited about
1: it. They so had that the 15-yarder up the middle which also was I think the return before their end of half field goal. So that helped them get up into um Position to to kick that field goal, and then he had the thirty five yarder later, where he gets the left edge and s- manages to. I don't know t- how that happened. That's tiptoe along of the sideline, um for for a, an extra like fifteen yards or more after he gets that edge. It, he he that was that was nice, and, and he had a similar play on his reception as well, where he's trying to um, balance along the edge of the sideline. I would like to be a little bit more decisive. Sometimes he catches the ball and kind of looks around first. Before he starts to run, I don't know if you've noticed that. There's a little bit of like, okay, where should I go? But he's making plays. He's finding finding holes and and uh, um. I yeah, what do you? I haven't seen what his total uh, return yardage was, but just on the, it was fifty just in those two plays alone.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it just looks so confident back there. I mean, like clean catches, clean catches. I mean, you know, hopefully, knock on wood that continues, but. You know, so far so good and he just looked really comfortable and confident back there. And that punt return was big that was a big thing. That was a big deal. Um at that point in the game. Really put them, you know, in in scoring range like right away. And you know, that just I'm gonna keep hammering it. Complimentary football. Everyone's helping each other and just, you know, things work in harmony. Um but Dad, anything else you want to talk about from the special teams? Um you know that was the main thing I I had. Uh, and, I think you'd put it in the two and I had the the,
1: the read and So I think we're...
0: Yeah, we're kind of wrapping up here. Um, Should we end with our uh, players of the game? Yeah. Mine was Devontae Wyatt, like I already said. I mean, I think mostly it's just like where my expectations were versus how he played. Like, I was like, okay, like he's going to be a rotational lineman with like he's going to play as much as Wooden does probably. Like, that's not great for a first rounder. Like, Slayton's firmly ahead of him To Like, this guy looked Frickin' unblockable on Sunday. Like, they looked like it was going to be a problem. And if he can come along like that, and he can string, like, multiple games of that together, that bodes really well for the Packers I mean, defense, not just this year, but going forward. Because it was getting to that range where I was like, I was, I'm was i going to admit, I was starting to get a little worried about Wyatt um, and, like, whether or not he was going to put it together. And obviously, one game is just one game, but better than one bad game.
1: Yeah, and if they can, like, combine... um pass rush up the middle with
0: off the edge. Yes. I thought you were about to say something like ridiculous. Like if they could combine Devontae Wyatt and Lucas Van Ness into one person, I I thought you were going to say something ridiculous. Like, okay, all right. Or like if they can combine (laughs) Devontae Wyatt and TJ Slayton and get the run defensive one. TJ Slayton, I didn't notice him at all in this game, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. The run defense was good. The defensive line played well as a whole. I'm sure he wasn't just dying out there. So that's something at least. Um, yeah, who was your player so, of the game? Uh,
1: so I went on offense. So I was tempted to put in Aaron Jones because, as we said, he looked like the Packers' best player out there. You got to go, Jordan Love. But I have to go, Jordan Love. You Have to this because we haven't really talked. So, about, but he, it's, he, this game and here, and, was. And I'll, go ahead, go and, ahead. And and so I'll, I'll, some of the stuff that I looked up. So he basically I, I, it's got to be love for just looking like a top half of the league quarterback. PFF didn't necessarily love his game. They had him at 19th. Maybe they didn't like the few off-target throws, which I didn't really get into. I had listed, But otherwise, he graded very well by, I think, all the other metrics. QB rating, 123.2, first in the league in week one. ESPN's QBR, sixth in the league. Um, EPA per play, first in the league. And point, then EPA per five, play five, plus. Right?
0: What? It, was like, it was .55, wasn't it? or was that like partway through the game that I looked that up
1: I don't remember now what okay. the number was I didn't write it down I just thought th- he was first I think it was I'm I'm pretty sure it was 0. .55 which is and then you also had uh completion percentage above expectation so there's like EPA plus that he was 5th in the league um was it So really game? He, he's looking like a you know that that that's that's game ball and I wouldn't and he have, got I, game ball
0: I wouldn't have had any like problem if you had picked Jones but like with how big this game was for him. I mean, did you see Rashawn Gary yelling at during the Aaron Andrews interview after the game?
1: I, you mentioned, I haven't looked at
0: that yet. He was like, like, stop playing with him. Stop playing with him. And like, I told you, stop playing with him. The, The team is just fully behind him. I mean, they are so hyped up whenever he does anything good. And that's just so fun to see. The vibes are immaculate as they would say. Um, but yeah, I mean, this whole game was about him. I mean, so much criticism yeah. him going forward, and, so much and... pressure. You're going into Soldier Field, Week One. Thirty years of Favre and Rodgers only as the Week One quarterbacks, and it now you're against their biggest rivals, who are they? Sm- they they think they smell blood in the water. Like they're they're coming for like to make a statement, and it's it their home opener. Wasn't just the fans who were chirping. No, everyone was chirping. Everyone was chirping. Do you see Jaquan Brisker said uh, about Jordan Love? after the game. Oh, after the game. No, I did not. He said he was nothing special. I was like, "Oh." That's <laughs> I was very say about you guys. I was going to say. hmm, <laughs> a lot of talking after the game still. I guess uh, I guess we'll see y'all in week 18. But anyway, um yeah, I th- I think it totally makes sense to go Jordan Love there. Just a really exciting day for Packers everywhere. Going to have to reload and get ready for the Falcons. And if you want to get ready for the Falcons next week, We will be having a pregame later this week on our podcast feed. Uh, I'll be talking about that Falcons game and any other news that might come up this week. So stay tuned to our Twitter at FatherSonPacker. Once again, that is at FatherSonPacker on Twitter. Uh, If you want updates on when we're putting out, new episodes, articles, we find interesting pieces of Packers news. uh, And then subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you find podcasts, even YouTube. If you subscribe to us there, we'd really appreciate it. It will help our numbers. Um, Dad, anything else you want to say to the people?
1: Um enjoy the week. Bask in the warm glow of a week one win. Wanna know, baby. And get get ready for week two. First in the north. Go back First pack, in go. the north. Go, pack, go.